Welcome to the Igniting Hope Podcast, where you will experience catalytic encouragement and practical tools to renew your mind with truth instead of lies, so you can experience transformation in your emotions, circumstances, and influence. Let's break off self-limiting beliefs together like never before. This message is called Revelation and Impartation. This is a supernatural message, and I'm really excited to to share with you just some things that I believe are going to be so helpful to you. Some of this is, for many of you, things you've heard, but I want to take it from a little different angle. Others of you, this might might be new. Hey, before I get into it, let me just share some things that are coming up. Wendy, my wife, is starting in January 1st the Academy of the Unseen Realm, a five-month online intensive course for people who want to go deeper into the things of the Holy Spirit, want to increase their encounters, want to increase their ability to release Holy Spirit encounters. That's happening. You can find out about that at ignitinghopeacademy.com. And then I'm starting on January 15th. I'm going to be repeating and doing again my four-month mentorship on leadership with the eight pillars of leadership. And I'm going to be adding a feature to that for those who want more on building and leading teams. It's going to be really, really good. But I want to get into the message about revelation and impartation. And I've shared with you that I've been reading in the mornings the 17 chapters because I want revelation on these 17 chapters. And I believe this, that the more I get them into my spirit is the more I'm going to properly interpret the rest of the Bible. Those chapters are the six chapters of Galatians, Colossians 1 and 2, Romans 4 through 8, Hebrews 4, and then Ephesians 1 through 3. Now, I'm in Ephesians one right now. And again, I'm struck by the apostolic prayer that Paul started praying in verse 15 and goes to verse 19 or 20. It's so good. And he says, I've prayed that you would have this spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your heart would be opened to understand three things, the hope of your calling the the riches of the inheritance that are in the saints and the great power towards us who believe and and I'm really again just so just touched by the fact that we can live a life without revelation and the reason that that I'm talking about those 17 chapters is because if we don't have revelation on those things, on the finished work of the cross, who we are in him, then again, we're, we're going to be missing a key component. The inference that we have there in Ephesians 1 is that we can live our life following Jesus without the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. I love where in Matthew 16, Jesus asked his disciples, who do you say that I am? And they, I mean, he first asked, who 
men say that I am? And so they gave answers. And he says, who do you say that I am? And Peter said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus said, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father in heaven. He got revelation. Now, revelation is supernatural. Revelation is when something is opened up to you and that was hidden before. And so even as you read the Bible, it is so powerful to pray, Lord, thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Thank you that the eyes of my heart are going to be opened to what you're saying. There's two Greek words for word. One is logos. One is rhema that's translated in the English Bible word. Logos is the overall word of God. John 1, in the beginning was the word, was the logos, and the logos was with God, and the logos was God. And then there's the word rhema that is used for an individual part of God's word that is made real to us. And I would use the word that we get a revelation on. We get revelation. Matthew 4, 4, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word, every rhema that proceeds from the mouth of God. Ephesians 6, 17, take up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, which is the rhema of God. And it gets exciting when, when we really believe God for revelation. And it makes our Bible reading exciting. It makes our listening to podcasts and sermons exciting because we believe that we're going to hear something powerful. And we believe that we're going to see things in the Word we've never seen before. And that's going to change everything. We, we don't need, um, you know... We, we don't need more knowledge, and I'm, I'm all for knowledge, but I need revelation of the knowledge that I already have. And I love, you know, just being able to minister and uh, just help people. You know, I say this, I, I, I don't want, frequently when I minister, I say, I don't want you to hear from man, I want you to hear from God. And I believe as preachers, as teachers, and I know there's so many of you who are making such a, a huge difference. And this is a prayer to pray for those that are under your influence to take the apostolic prayer of Ephesians 1, Ephesians 3, Colossians 1, and to pray them over your people. Lord, I ask you that the people that I'm leading, that they would have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. And that the eyes of their understanding would be opened. And, and then just believing that and then trusting the Lord that people will hear directly from him as you're ministering. It's a, it's a powerful thing. It's not about just trying to give people our latest revelation. <laughs> I use that word. Uh, our latest word, our latest thing we're excited about. But but to believe that our very presence creates a download for people to hear. It's supernatural. One revelation from God changes everything. It, it, it means more than just 
uh, you know, a hundred good, good things that, that we have. But when we get revelation, it goes into our spirits, our spirit ceasing. But the other thing I want to mention is impartation. Here's a, a fascinating verse in Deuteronomy 34. It, it says, Now Joshua, the son of Nun, <laughs> I, I, I heard, a, remember hearing a joke. Yeah. Uh, do you know that what, what person in the Bible uh, had no parents? It was Joshua. He was the son of Nun. <laughs> Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom for Moses had laid his hands on him. Wow. I mean, again, this is, this is a supernatural thing. It's an impartation. And there's two things that happen in this story. One, Moses believed he had something to give away. And two, Joshua believed that he could receive something supernatural. He didn't work for and he had the spirit of wisdom because Moses laid his hands on him. Now, now, in the Old Covenant, they believed in the power of the blessing. They believed it so much that Jacob cheated, lied in order to get the blessing. We don't condone his actions, but at least he believed that he could get something supernaturally from people, from key people in his life. It says in 1 Timothy 4.14, Paul tells Timothy to stir up the gift that was in him that was given to him uh, by prophecy and the laying on of the hands of the eldership. There was a gift that was released to Timothy because the eldership, the people, believed that they could give something away. It's called impartation. He says, you got something as they prophesied and laid hands on you, something supernatural happened. In Romans 1.11, Paul told the Romans, I long to be with you that I may impart to you a spiritual gift that you may be established. And there's something that he said could happen in person that couldn't happen in a letter that was supernatural. There was an impartation of a gift. Even one of the six elementary principles of the kingdom in the beginning of Hebrews 6 is the laying on of hands where there's something that's, that's given away. And so impartation is a powerful thing. And, and I believe we can, we can receive by honor and by just even as we're... In Matthew 10, it talks about receive a prophet in the name of a prophet. If you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you will receive a prophet's reward. And so honor, you know, is the thing about honor is that we don't stumble at the faults of a person or leader or influencer. If we don't stumble at fault and honor them, we'll receive the reward, the gift that's on their life. It is supernatural. And I believe we're in an hour right now where there is an acceleration of revelation and impartation that's happening. I believe that we can receive impartation, but we can give it away. Parents can give it away. You lay hands on your kids. You speak a blessing. It's, it's not just words. It's supernatural. It's a substance that gets into the kingdom. I think about 
Peter's shadow that healed people. In Acts 5, that there was literally such an impartation that was being released by him that there was, there, there was, he was overshadowed by the presence of God and it created healing. I think about Acts 19 where Paul's aprons and handkerchiefs were taken to people and there's a literal substance on them where people got healed and got delivered just by coming in contact with what was with what had touched Paul. So as we minister, as we seek to have influence, as we believe in increase, then these things, revelation and impartation, are going to be key factors. And when we begin to believe and we begin to release our faith and to begin to believe that the very substance of the kingdom is in us. I think, you know, even about Luke 10, where Jesus sends out the 70 and he says, if you find a place that's worthy, leave your peace there. Leave your peace. Well, what's that all about? Peace is a substance. And my wife, Wendy, gets into this in the Academy of the Unseen Realm in her books, Living from the Un- book, Living from the Unseen, her new book that she just uh, released, a 50-day devotional, Changing Your Reality, uh, all, of, all of that impartation and the substance of the kingdom she's so passionate about. And I believe this. Impartation and revelation are going to be important to you in this coming season. God's going to give you insights and revelation on them both. Woohoo! Because what's needed in this hour is not just good words, but it's a gospel of power. It's a, it's, it's a transformational thing. Paul in 1 Timothy 2 said he just didn't come with persuasive words, but he came with a demonstration of the power of God. And I just sense in my spirit, even as we're moving into a new year, 2024, that there's going to be an increase of the manifestation of the power of God in revelation, impartation, uh, miracles, deliverances that's going to be like never before. And I believe you would not be listening to this message unless the Lord had that planned for you, both in you and through you. So revelation, thank you, Lord, that this listener of this podcast, that you are releasing in them and, and that you are giving them this spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. You're opening the eyes of their heart to understand spiritual realities like never before. And I thank you that even right now, through this podcast, there's an impartation that's being released in them for breakthrough, for increase, for the spirit of wisdom like Joshua had, that there's literally spiritual gifts that are being unlocked in them like Timothy had. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha, yes, yes, yes. You're in a season of power. 
You're in a season of encounters. You're in a season of revelation. You are in a season of impartation. Well, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. You know, if you like these podcasts, why don't you tell somebody about it? And, and we are here from Igniting Hope. We are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get through hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. If something's going to change, somebody has hope. Somebody believes the future will be better than the present, and they have the power to help make it so. Increasing hope is the evidence we're renewing our mind with truth instead of lies. Decreasing hope in our life or in an area of our life is the evidence we're renewing our mind with lies instead of truth. And remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. <laughs> and, you know, pretty much for everybody listening, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. You know, I've never found a, a good time to have a season to walk in radical joy. There's always a reason why today is not a good day. There always seems to be a reason. I'm either too tired, I'm disappointed in myself or others or just life in general. Um, I'm frustrated. Uh, I'm, I'm battling, you know, lack, whatever. And I'm not saying there's never a season of mourning, but I'm saying this, that if it's a lifestyle, then we're going to lack strength and we're going to just, and we're also going to lack health, emotional and physical health, because a merry heart is good like medicine. And so I just say today, there's two key ways I share frequently on these podcasts of how to increase joy in our life. Number one is through thanksgiving, focusing more on what you have than what you don't have, being grateful. We know when we raise our children, we know that if they are raised ungrateful, they're going to live entitled. They're going to, that entitlement is going to create depression and it's going to create dysfunction in their relationship. So we say, say thank you to our children. The Holy Spirit right now says, say thank you. Thank you. And then we too, we stir up the joy of the Lord through delighting in him. Psalm 37 verse 4 says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. The situation that the delighter is delighting in, he or she is delighting with unfulfilled desires. Things that he or she wants to see happen that haven't happened yet. Disappointments. Desires. Think things that they want to see. And the delighter's mantra is this, Woohoo! Lord, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see what you're going to do in that situation. And this, in this situation, I'm so excited. I don't know how you're going to do it, God. You're going to do it. And I've been delighting so much in some relational situations. And I'll tell you this, I have seen a breakthrough. Delighting is the opposite of the spirit of heaviness. The spirit of heaviness comes when we're focused more on what we need to do, focus more on where we feel powerless, where we focus on, on the problem. We're magnifying the problem, magnifying the devil, magnifying the situation rather than magnifying the Lord. Delighting in the Lord. And I just say, wow, woohoo, 
Lord, I'm so excited to see what you're going to do in this one who's listening. So excited to see what you're going to do in their relationships, in their ministry, in their families, in their finances, in their health, in their churches, in their cities, in their nations. Woo, I can't wait. I don't know how you're going to do it, Lord, but you're going to do it. Hey, wow, just uh, had a great ministry trip to Mesa, Arizona, Vita Church, just just really, that that's a blessing. Met with some Bethel Leaders Network people, people who are part of that down there as well. It's always so exciting. Hey, upcoming, if you're listening to this podcast immediately after it's being released here in the beginning of September, I'm going to be in the San Francisco Bay area, Dublin, San Francisco, uh, East Bay. Just And you can find where we're going to be at uh, on our website, ignitinghope.com. You can look at our itinerary there. Uh, Wendy and I are going to be in Caldwell, Idaho at the beginning of, of January. Uh, I'm going to be in Fife, uh, Washington, near Tacoma in the end of January. Then I'll also be at Eden, and in Seattle uh, on the Sunday at the end of January. Then in February, I will be at St. Charles, Illinois. March, I'm going to be in Carmel near, in Indianapolis area, Indiana. Looking forward to that. And just, yeah, just uh, you, again, you can go to our website and find where we're going to be. And also, if you want to sign up for our newsletter, you can sign up there at ignitinghope.com. You'll receive my blog every week. We'll share about great things that are, are, are coming up. And you go to Igniting Hope Academy to find our resources, courses there. Hey, before I close, let me just invite you to spend five seconds of prayer for Igniting Hope Ministries. We feel it so much. And just even as we enter into 2024, 2024, I believe it's going to be the best year of our lives, the best year of your life as well. I believe thinking anything different is just because our future is as bright as the promises of God. Thinking every, anything different um, would not be not be wise. Well, you, you say, Steve, I don't want to get my hopes up because I might get my hopes up. I might get disappointed again. I say, well, there's two ways to live. You can live a hopeless life and never be disappointed or live a hope-filled life with occasional disappointments. But anyhow, I, I got off a little bit on that. and I demonstrate just it's through this five seconds of prayer that it's more powerful to pray five seconds and attach faith to it than a half an hour that you don't attach faith to it. And so just even praying for some of the things coming up, if you can't, even if you can't be a part of some of the things, you don't feel called to it, that's fine. But pray for those who are going to be a part of the Academy of the Unseen Realm, those who are finishing up my leadership mentoring and are going to start or are going to start in January on that, Wendy's new book, or pray for our staff we love it. We feel your prayers. They're powerful and effective. Whatever you want to choose, just want you to take five seconds right now and just pray for us. Thank you. Hmm. 
Wow. Amen. Amen. Take a few moments and just thank the Lord uh, and just thank him out loud if you're able to for what you just prayed. Say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for what, you, what just happened through my prayer. And I pray for you. I pray in the name of Jesus for breakthrough. I've already prayed for revelation and impartation, but I, I want to pray again. Lord, thank you for this one who's listening right now, either listening or watching on our YouTube uh, Igniting Hope channel, this podcast. I pray a blessing over you, a blessing in your intimacy with the Lord. If you don't know Jesus, that you'll come to know him. I pray for physical health, financial provision, increased influence, family blessing, just unity in your family, and just a the release of your gifts and talents, that you would have revelation on your talents and giftings, that, that they would increase exponentially and that you would arise and shine in the name of Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you ever want to send us an email at info at ignitinghope.com to let us know you appreciate these, we thank we're always excited to hear testimonies. If you want to sow financially into Igniting Hope, you can go to our website and click donate. All right. God bless you. Looking forward. I've got some powerful podcasts coming up to help close out the year and to prepare for 2024. Get ready for those. All right. God bless. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening. You can be a part of our live stream of this Igniting Hope podcast by joining our social media channels on YouTube and Facebook and hitting notifications. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing and leaving a review. Help us get the message of hope out to more people by liking and sharing this podcast. Also, we have so many more incredible resources for you, including books, events, and courses on our website, ignitinghope.com. And why don't you say this concerning the message in today's podcast? I receive it and I'll never be the same again.